0: Get eighty percent off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at Byte.com. That's b y t e dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Let me talk to you about Colorcast. It's a live, audience sports talk platform. It's free to use. Talk to fans, athletes, and stars in real time. Perfect for watch parties, breakdowns, all that stuff. It's like basically, basically like you know, behaving on Twitter for the most part. But it's audio. You're not dealing with dog AVs and all the other weirdos. And you know the NBA Finals are starting up. You got the Stanley Cup playoffs. They're you know they've been underway. They're heating up. You know it's great for that. And all you need to do is download the app. It's on the iOS App Store. I'm sure it's on the Google Play Store as well. Create your profile, link your Twitter, and just come up with a spicy take. Welcome in to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Friends podcast. Vlad Harris, your host. And it's still it's still May. <laughs> uh it's um yeah, it's May thirty first. It'll be June first tomorrow. I thought it was June first. So I was about to say, hey, we're in we're in June already, but no. It's been over it's been a while since I've recorded. Basically I've been busy with work. You know, work has been really kept me busy. Plus, you know, with the kids and the schooling stuff as well. I mean, got that going. I mean, their last day is June 7th, which is kind of odd because June 7th is on a Tuesday, which is kind of what, you know, to me, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, why would you have a, um, why would you have a, um, on, you know, your last, the last day be on June 7th? It's just, it's just, it's stupid. It's dumb. Moronic. But it is what it is. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've been dealing with that and, you know, just, it's it's crazy. It's been over a year since my kids have moved out, you know, but I've been pretty much living, you know, the bachelor life. And I've, for this past year, I've been just, you know, I've, I've spent the year confine, confining others, you know. One thing you'll learn is, you know, is you're not you're not really. I mean, I, although I'm a, you know, I pretty much by myself here in Houston. I don't have family here. You're, you know, you're not really alone. I mean, I've I've been spending with, you know myself you know, connecting with past friendships. You know, people I may have lost track of when I was doing the whole dad stuff, and and of course, getting back to things that made me happy at one at one time in my life. I mean, my oldest child got a PlayStation Five this past Christmas, and I'm not sure what it's what's with today's generation of kids, but most of them love going on YouTube and watching other people play video games and and broadcasting their games. They like watching instead of playing, and I'm like, he was watching a game, I guess, these guys play a game, and I was like, I watched it with them one, day, one time, and and I said to him, I was like, you know, they make this game for the PlayStation Four. You can just play this game instead of watching these guys. No, you know, it's just you know, it's with school and stuff. I don't like. I just don't want to be bothered with it. And it's you know, he has, he has all high school class. He he's taking high school classes, and it's just been you know, it's just. When you're taking when you're in middle school taking high school classes, it's a lot of work. So I mean, what well, I guess what's the point of using your bra- you know working your brain so hard to come home and have to work at some more playing video games? I guess I don't know. So I've I've taken over I've taken over the games for now. I mean, I was playing GTA Five for a while, and now I decided by man twenty two or twenty one whatever this version is. What is it? Let me look at this. Bound 22. I bought it pre-owned for like 30 bucks or $27 because I wasn't buying a brand new one. I just, it was, the hilarious part about it was I was only going to play one season where I could win a Super Bowl and that was it. I was going to be done. Well, almost 20 seasons later, I'm still in franchise mode. I've won. Lord knows how many Super Bowls in a row. Lord knows how many records I've broken. I mean, my quarterback is like 34 years old, and now he's the all-time leading passer because he averages like 6,000 yards passing a game. And my running back's averaging 2,000 yards a game. I mean, not a game, a season around that. I mean, one season alone, one of my running backs ran for over 3,000 yards. A hell of one game, I ran for <laughs> my back ran for 520 yards, and of course I'm learning about the salary cap and how it works, and I have to prioritize because I'm not gonna have a, I'm a, I'm not gonna have you know enough money to sign everybody, so I have to prioritize who I'm signing, you know and. One thing I one thing I will do always is I will always prior I, I usually prioritize the linemen more than anything else, and of course my quarterback. I mean, although I did get by with Mitch Trubisky for a few for a few seasons, I mean he was he was in the seventies for the most part. He could never get you know he never got to elite status, which was fine because I had you know I had Juju Deontay Johnson. Farme was turned out to be decent in this game as well. You know, once you you know, once you learn you know once you figure out the plays, to run with the talent that you have, and of course that Najee Harris, he developed into an elite back. I mean, he almost he he ran for over twenty thousand yards, twenty thousand career yards. You know, I got out of him. Well, almost. And I think he got I think I got like eighteen thousand out of him, and I was on pace to break the rec. You know, to break the you know to break the all time rushing record with them. And then his contract was up, and he was like like 32 years old maybe, 31, 32, and he wanted too much money for what, you know, I wanted to get him for at least three years, and he basically wanted a, a mega two-year deal, and he ended up, I, I guess I let him go to free agency, and he ended up signing for less, but he had two good seasons after, you know, after I let him go. And it's like, yeah, you. Did. And so, that's one thing you have to do is you always have to watch, you know, how your players develop, you know, and how they break down, you know, because a lot of times after they turn thirty is when they start to really, they're, they're you know, they start to break down. But I always prioritize if it's a, if it's a lineman who's 25, 26 years old, and I have to sign him, I'm gonna sign him over the middle linebacker, or linebacker that's 30, 31 years old, you know, and receivers. I, I mean, I will always prioritize receivers, especially even if they're 30 years old. They're still good receivers. You know, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, my cutoff usually is around 30 31 for a lot of my players. You know, once they get past 30, I you know, especially with linemen in, in particular, you got to, you know, if they're asking for too much money and they're going to hit you off the cap, you got to just let them go. And, of course, the Steelers did build a new stadium on oh my thing. And they built, a, they built a dome, actually. And that's another thing. Um, my dad reminded me of this when he was in town. Oh, yeah, my family was in town last last week. My dad was like, you know, he's like, he's like you remember when they tore down Three Rivers? And I said, yeah, I remember that. And he was like, you know, that stadium was only like 30 years old when they tore it down. It was built in 1970 and i remember that. i think actually they tore down 2000 you know they tore down early 2001 i remember yeah they had the implosion ceremony remember that but uh my dad said Heinz field is almost 30 years old now he said remember it opened in 2001 he said it's 21 years old now he said so another 10 years will be 30 and he said and, and i remember that i i do remember I was telling my dad, I was like, you know, Heinz Field only cost maybe like 270 to 300 million to make, you know, to build at that time. And it makes you wonder what happens, you know, with Heinz Field now. I mean, do they, I mean, how long will Heinz Field be here in um, Pittsburgh? Will it, I mean, will they, I mean, I think it all comes down to the lease as well. I mean, let's, we have to look at the lease here. Well, yeah, the Steelers are committed to play at Heinz Field. Let's see, looks like end of 2030 and 31. So it looks like they got yeah. So that's going to hit probably 30 years old. So what happens there? I mean, well, they. I mean, can they really build anywhere else in, in the North Shore? I'm sure they can find. I mean, unless they go all the way out, and out to the Cranberry or somewhere like what, what which is pretty much what everybody else does these days. I'm sure. I mean. I have a lot of friends who move out the Cranberry and they, they love it because they get the... A lot of them work downtown anyway, but they just love the fact that they can hop on the, the parkway and just fly down. And plus, stuff keeps getting added to, you know, the North Hills as well. I mean, Minios is out there now, so my friend was excited about that. I mean, because it, it gives them less, less, of a, less, less of a reason to drive, you know, into Pittsburgh. <clears throat> but it makes you wonder how long... The Steelers will stay at Hines. And, of course, Pitt as well. I mean, I'm sure if the Steelers leave, probably Hinesville gets you know, I don't see Pitt, you know. Well, I mean, if they stay on the North Shore, yeah, sure. But say if the Steelers want to go out somewhere else, maybe out to Westmoreland or, you know, out to Cranberry or whatever, Butler. You know, do, does, um, does Pitt follow them? Probably not. I think Pitt probably stays in the North Shore. They probably keep, you know, they keep they keep Hines, and they just change the 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 core of it. <clears throat> but if that were to happen, I'd like to see something done with that where it gives you know it gives students, you know. Better access to the stadium. I mean, I know. Don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not sure if they take buses or whatnot. Maybe like a, you know. I mean, they could. I mean, well, they have bus lanes now. I mean, I'm sure there's other way. I mean, just ways where they can get to access the stadium a lot easier, whatever you know. But uh, I'm sure. It's been so long so since I've been to a game in Hines that I, you know, pick game in general that I really don't know what I'm talking about anyway. So I should probably stop rambling at this point. <laughs> but let's get back to my family. Yeah, they were in town and it's hilarious because my family, you know, I cook, I cook and stuff and my family was like, you know, now that they're gone, I cook, for, I, I grilled for Memorial Day and they were like, you didn't cook for us. And I said, well, you know, you guys always want to go places. I'm sure apparently they're gonna hear they're gonna hear this when I'm on the podcast. But we every, everywhere um, we went, they wanted to go eat somewhere. I mean, although my kids did enjoy Denny's, which was great. I mean, we did go to Denny's; they enjoyed it. You know, my my family sent gift cards, and I guess you know my mother was surprised we didn't go out to eat this weekend. But they were just out all last weekend, so they, they they want to do that. That's fine. So, um, but yeah, we've, it was nice to have my family here. It's nice to have in my, ha- it was nice to have in my house because for the longest time they were not welcome in where I lived because of the person I was with, but it's nice to have that now. But yeah, so, you know, I, you know, i been playing video games again and I've been just been doing stuff that's, you know, it's gotten me back to. Have some, you know, find stuff that makes, you know, you happy, and of course I did ice, I did ice skating as well, I mean, you know, just doing things that, you know, you know just looking back to what stuff you did that brought some sort of happiness and joy into your life, and getting back to that, and we're at the 15 minute mark, and I'm, you know, got plenty more to talk about here, we'll, I will say, though, that the standard breakfast, the places I ate for breakfast, I would say the standard breakfast got to be probably your meat, your protein, whether it's bacon or sausage, or sometimes you get both. I mean, I had the old american Slam of Denny's, and basically you get, you know, I think it's two types of meat to I me. Mean, you can get your sausage and your bacon, and then, of course, you get your potatoes your t- what your type of bread, whether it's muffin toast, whatever, or pancake and your eggs. I mean, I think it's pretty much your standard breakfast anywhere. It's it's gonna your standard breakfast is gonna involve probably eggs, potatoes, and meat. That's pretty much it. Or bread. You add the bread in, which is a pancake or a French toast or a muffin, you know you know. I mean your and of course, the, the cost of breakfast is going to be probably around 10 bucks, 10 to $12. I think that's why breakfast is always one of the best meals of the day because wherever you go, you're going to pay around 10 bucks, and it's going to have, you're, you're going to get, you're going to have, you're going to be full. I remember when lunch back in the day used to cost shit, 8 bucks at the most. Now, anywhere you go, you're, you're paying $10, $15 for a, for a lunch. I mean that's if you're going to that's if, that's you know unless you're going to McDonald's or Chick Fil A or somewhere, and you're getting your, I mean you're getting the burger standard burger and fries. I mean if I go to Chick Fil A, Chick-fil-A, I like to I like to get mac and cheese instead of the you know the the fries. I I just don't I'm not a big fan of French fries anymore. I, I mean I like them here and there. I just I'm, you know for some other options I'll I'll take them, especially the mac and cheese. I love the mac and cheese from Chick Fil A. I do want to try that burger from Arby's because I, it looks good. Yeah, I remember. I remember when Arby's was slandered so badly on social media, like for the longest time. And now, certain people like it, and now all of a sudden, people love Arby's. Now, I mean, that's you gotta love social media. I mean, social media, pretty much, Twitter, it's like a, it's like a digital high school. You know, certain celebrities tell you something, or if it's cool or what, it's cool. If it sucks, it, you know, it sucks. But as we get this halfway point, again, guys, let me tell you about Keller, Kellercast. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. Free to download and use. You know, go and download it and you know join some sort of watch party. I mean, it's with the the playoffs for NBA and NHL. And I think the, uh, the match is coming up with Tom Brady and company. I mean, great opportunities to get you know people together to talk. I guess it's almost like a Zoom in a way. I don't know. But go to the App Store, download link your Twitter or whatever, and have fun with it. But let's get to some relevant stuff because this is, this is a Pit Panther Rants type of thing. Uh, Jordan Addison officially announced for USC the other week we can finally move on from this. I mean, we knew he was going anyway. I mean, I, I, was hear, I was hearing that Pit was trying to match whatever offers. He was gone no matter what. And, I, and the thing about it was we, I mean, we, I mean, the fact that he didn't, he didn't put himself in the portal, and we found out before he went to the portal is just somebody was obviously in his ear, or ha, or what has been in his ear probably since the season was over. And there's, I mean, there's, I'm sure USC was probably in his ear about Keon Slovis, and I'm not a big fan of Keon Slovis right now. I'm not sold on him, but he just, I have to take in the fact that he just stepped on campus not too long ago. And a lot can change from spring until you know when they take the field. My hope is that Pitt is choosing is having an open competition between Patty and Slovis, and they're choosing the right guy. I don't want them handing the handing the handing the job to uh, to somebody just because they transfer from California to Pittsburgh. You know, I hope that's not the case here because people. Leave different parts of the state to go somewhere else to play college football, just because they do it doesn't mean they, they you, know, you hand them you hand them a starting spot. So I hope the, the, the competition is fair. Now, do I really blame? I mean, I really don't blame Jordan Asaf for what he did. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't crazy about him leaving, but you know, I don't. I can, I can. understand him. Now, I did read that supposedly his family wanted him to stay at Pitt, and there's rumors that uh, I guess his family his family had to go pick up his stuff dressed in USC gear. Well, I mean, I. Don't, I mean, what? It doesn't really matter. He's gone. So if his family came to his to to the facility dressed in all USC gear, good for them. You know, that's who he's affiliated with now. That's who they're affiliated with now is USC. And if USC gave my kid three point three and a half million dollars supposedly and a house, as rumored, hell, I would show up to, to the facility wearing wearing a USC thong for for God's sakes. I'd be wearing USC shirt, shorts, socks, USC shoes, hat. USC thong. Sorry for the visual, guys. I mean, hell, if they tell me to wear USC sports bra as well, I would probably wear that too. I mean, headband, whatever. I mean, that's just that's that's the reality of it. I mean, who knows? Maybe USC told them to, to wear that stuff. You know, that could be it. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. He's gone. And if I had an opportunity at at that age, I mean, if I'm just not, you know, if I'm just finishing my second year of college and I'm not in the pros yet, I have an opportunity to get three and a half million dollars and possibly secure myself long term without having to go pro, I'm going to do it. I mean, he did say it was a gut move, which I really don't buy. I mean, I think USC did a hell of a job selling him to come there. And one thing to take into account is Lincoln Riley's team has yet to set, set, yet is yet to take the field. I mean, he's new. And so I'm sure there's pressure on Lincoln Riley to win right away. So what do you do? You go buy a Blitnikoff winner. But his quarterback... Now, looking at Caleb Williams' draft profile... Well, there's not much there. I mean, he has a... I mean... Basically, he threw. He didn't even throw for two thousand yards last year, but he had twenty one TDs the four picks. I don't think he. Well, I don't think he played the full season, did he? Let me see here. Caleb Williams, ESPN. Let's take a look here. Did he play the full year? I don't know if he did. Let's see. See all. Oh, he did. Let's see. He. Oof. Well, he didn't play really much of the first... I mean, he's still got ways to go, but they did they did beat Oregon in their bowl game. I mean, he did, he did play pretty well. 21-27, 240 yards. So he's got... He still has some ways to go. But I guess if you're, you know... If you're um Lincoln Rally, you, you gotta get, get some get some players to compliment him. But he has good sized athletes, they're saying he's like a running back with a ball. According to this. He has good open field speed and power, As a passer, he has a very live arm with good presences in the pocket and the ability to extend plays. Still very young. He should get better with time making his development that much is that most importance. Well, here's the thing about this. He this was his last, this past year, I think was his first year. Well, for starters. You know, he didn't play a full season. I mean, he didn't he didn't play bad. I mean, he played 64% of his passes, almost 2,000 yards, 24 four picks. Of course, he ran the ball as well, 442 yards, six touchdowns. Um, here's the thing. He's going in the second year. For starters, Lincoln Riley's team has yet to take the field. So you got to put the system in place. Secondly, he, didn't, he played, I mean, this is going to be a second year as a, as a starter. First season, they didn't have much game film on him, you know, to prepare for him. Now, year two is here. They have the game film. So they have, I mean, these teams in the Pac-12 are going to have a whole year. They've had, well, not a whole year, but they've had this whole off season to prepare for him. So, you're damn right they're gonna, you know, things are gonna be a lot different. But if we're looking at USC's 2022 schedule, they open against the Rice Owls, which should be an easy game for them. Then they got the Stanford Cardinal, which is, you know, that's never an easy game. Neither is, Fred, uh, depends. And then they got Fresno State. Jesus damn it. Well, they have the Irish as well, and that's later in the year, But their out of conference schedule isn't too bad. I mean, yeah, I mean Rice House, Fresno State and Notre Dame. I mean, well Notre Dame's, Notre Dame's supposedly gonna be good, but they have a new coach. But either way it's not gonna be it's not an easy schedule for them. But uh yep. But still, I mean he's they have game film on him, so they're going to lots 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 gonna change. But I guess for Lincoln Rye you, and you know that you go and you get yourself a Blount winner, and of course he did. You know, asked, did visit Texas, which we all knew. You know, certain somebody was in his ear, and of course he was on. He was on Instagram talking about how they, you all were, you all worried about me, but how I'm feeling. But we we kept our, our wide receiver one. So he obviously he's running. He's you know he's rubbing in the face of people that. uh, they, you know, Brennan Marion obviously is, you know, rubbing in the face that they kept their wide receiver one. Well, I mean, if you, I mean, that's great that you did, but why were you hosting him? Why were you hosting Jordan Asin? Because I'm sure there's pressure at Texas to win. And I mean, he's, I mean, his situation at Texas isn't that stable. I mean, if it works out, sure. I mean, he gets an SEC job. I mean. But if uh, if Steve Sarkeesian can't win games in Texas, he's not gonna have a job for long there either. So there's that. Now let's get away from this because it's over now, and let's close this out. We got pit basketball. Uh, Jeff Capel seems to be building a roster. I'm I'm not saying that it gets your Final Four tickets or NCAA tournament, tournament tickets, but. Some guys we missed. I mean, they added Blake Henson. I don't know how I missed him. I may have talked about him a while ago, but for, maybe forgot. But they added him. He's from. He's a transfer from Old Miss. And actually, they added him back in April. And maybe I forgot about this. I don't know. I lost track. But he was a four-star out of high school. And you know, they got him. He's a forward. So we got some inside guy. We got an inside player. And then, of course... We added a guy from Marquette, Greg Elliott. He's a you know graduate transfer. He's a shooter, so Pitt needed some else. Pitt, Pitt needs some uh, some shooting help. They get him, and yeah, I mean he's got, he's got. I mean he joins a backcourt of you know Jamaris Burton, Jamaris Burton, Ellie Cummings, and Nikesa Bandy was So that doesn't sound all that bad. And of course with Blake Hinson, you know we got. Um, Blake Hinson and uh, John Hewley. And, of course, we got the uh, Juco, Fede, Federico. And, of course, we have the, we got the, twi- the, the Diaz twins. Uh, they add those guys as well. I mean, he's, you know. Let's see. Let's take a look at these guys. Uh, Guillermo and George Diaz. Guillermo Diaz-Graham and George Diaz-Graham. And, supposedly, these guys. They're supposedly decent. They've been under the radar a bit. And um and from the looks of it, these guys are both very versatile. I mean they can they'll beat you up inside or they'll, they'll shoot the ball. I mean they're gonna be part of the front court rotation with uh Hewley and Henson and Federico, so I don't think it looks like things are shaping up for Jeff Capel. I mean I think the way the way way recruiting is gonna be set up now, I mean at least for some programs. Is you may not luck out in recruiting itself. You're going to have to go to the transfer portal, and then of course do all the NIL stuff. But I, th- I mean, you know, Pitt basketball hasn't lucked out very well recently in recruiting. So the fact that they were able to get some of these guys from the transfer portal, but it, you know, of course, DS, you know, these DS twins, obviously, they're not they're not transfers; they're, they're recruits. So it seems like uh, I think Federica is obviously recruited too. He was a JUCO, but it seems like you know they're building a roster now, and it looks like it's, this roster seems to be a bit better than what they did, what they had this past season. I mean, so it all comes down to coaching now. You know, can we coach these guys? Because that's been the issue we've had as well as coaching has been a big thing now, a big problem. I mean, can we make this work? And can we get you know um, have a much better season than we did last year? I mean, it's lot lot to think about. But uh, anyways, I hope it all You know, I hope it all works out. But yeah, I might close it out here, guys, because I'm just rambling and have to get back to work. But today's episode of this show was brought to you by the Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. It's, sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow, and know and to hate your favorite team. I almost screwed that up. The rising tide lifts all boats. Go, so check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, or, or up Instagram. Type in sportsdrink. It's sports. It's you know. It's basically sportsdrink without the without the vowels. Oh, I ask is you close the door behind you because we're trying to let you know let the funk out. All right, guys. You have a great week. As the short week from Memorial Day, held to pit. Talk to you later.